Hello, and welcome to Continuing Clockwise, a podcast about games, gamers, and gaming. I'm Chad. Keep your politics out of my game. I've heard this sentiment quite a lot over the last few years, mostly on social media. So this is the first in a three-part series that unpacks that a little bit and explains why that sentiment is spaceless. Before we get into specifics, though, I just want to talk about systems in general, because understanding systems, systems theory, and systems thinking will help us understand the connections between things. This is a gaming podcast, so if you're listening to this, odds are you're familiar with systems in games, if nothing else. We'll get into that next week. For now, we're just going to talk about systems and system theory in general. So any system is a group of units whose behavior interacts with other units and they combine to make a whole. Now, the idea of a whole can be really tricky, uh, and that often requires us to impose boundaries that may or may not exist in reality, or at least cleanly in reality. A classroom is an example of a system. Each student is a unit, the curriculum is a unit, the instructor is a unit, and all of these things combine to create a system that we call a class. Already, you can see how the boundaries are arbitrary. Each student's decisions and actions are the result of that student's brain functions, which is directly influenced by nutrition, external distractions, hereditary brain chemistry, and a whole bunch of stuff. Another way to examine classes is wholly within the curriculum. And that's not a bad way to start. The coursework needs to build on itself. The quizzes and classroom policies should encourage learning. It should all be consistent with what was listed in the course catalog, all that. At the same time, when it comes to actually teaching and learning, it's important to keep in mind the students and instructors have to interact with that coursework. For example, if the student can't hear the instructor on a Zoom call, that's a significant problem, even if everything else is perfect. So when we're talking about systems thinking, we're talking about an analysis on how these components impact a greater system, a greater whole. So what are the feedback loops? What impacts aren't immediately apparent are some questions we would start with. And this is often a really big problem, especially when there are delays in those feedback loops. So in games, for example, players may not understand how decisions made early in the game impact later phases of the game. In life, delays in feedback make it very challenging to know the causes of your problems. Was the nausea and vomiting at midnight caused by the sushi you ate for dinner or the hollandaise sauce from brunch? And different circumstances require different levels of understanding of the systems at work. So if you get caught in a downpour outside, you don't need to understand the entire hydrologic cycle to know that you should just go indoors to stop getting wet. You don't need to do a systems analysis for that decision. But if we're gonna mitigate climate change, We need to start by understanding both its physical and economic causes. So that's a start in systems theory. Next week, we'll talk about how systems show up in games and uh, what that means. If you like this, please leave a review. Five-star ratings are especially appreciated. Uh, If you want to reach me, you can find me on Twitter. I am at ContClockwise. And uh, until next week, take care of yourselves and game great.